Everybody say I wish I could have a better life, but few people say what do I need to have a better life? And that is a better question because I can tell you, many people are thinking about the outcome. What is the end result that I want? But few people think what is that process? What is the process that I need to execute to have the real life, the life that I would love to have? By the way, today I'm going to be brutally honest because I just had sex before this class, so my balls are totally empty, but I, I, I think I have some wisdom for you all today. Before starting, I want to say thanks to the sponsor, as always, inglesparacholos.com. If you want to take your life, to elevate your life to the next level, go to inglesparacholos.com and please spread the word. Tell the people to go to Uncle Valta on Spotify. So, you know, I have been, I had a lot of reunions with the Cholos these last weeks, And most of the time, I realize problems are around the same things. About discipline, about love, about money, about anxiety. A lot of anxiety. Uh, let me show you some tools that you can apply to really improve your life, to be less miserable. So let's start with discipline. What is the problem with discipline? It's like we know what do we have to do, but we cannot stick with the process. We always are, how can we say, we are dropping the towel. Estamos tirando la toalla. That's why many people at the end, they have to work for a company because when you work for a company, they tell you what to do. And if you don't do it, you don't see your paycheck. The same happened with the university. If you don't study, your grades are bad and you have to repeat the cycle and you lose your investment. By the way, you already lost your investment if you went to university. But you get the point. The question here is, how can we replicate this idea of accountability How can we replicate this idea of we need to show somebody else that we are having, that we are performing the activity? And I would say it's by finding partners and partners for everything. For example, if you want to improve your physique, you need a gym partner. Today, for example, I was lazy. I honestly was lazy. I had my sexual encounter like 9 a.m. really early. <laughs> and I will tell you that story later. But I had my, my sexual encounter 9 a.m. And I was like, you know, after coming, I don't feel like going to the gym. But now my friend Carlitos, he texts me and he says, hey, Balta, are we going to the gym? And I'm like, okay, I think we should go. So in 40 minutes, I'm going to the gym with him. Why? Because I have a partner that is pushing me to do the activity. Then the same happened with business. Try to gather yourself with people that are doing business. So you feel that they are progressing, therefore you should progress too. You cannot be lazy because what happens if they are having results and you are not having results? So that's also a way to, to push yourself. Health, the same. You all want to have like a friend that is a good doctor, a friend that is also a, a good fitness person, so they can give you good insights. And by the way, a person who have good standards, like a person who knows how to follow the diet, a person who go to the gym, always you are going to copy their behavior. So you want to surround with those people. Also, um, accountants, you want to be next to contadores, you want to be next to lawyers. So try to find what are those areas of your life where you are weak and try to find a partner that can help you to improve that. That is the first one related to discipline. Let's go to the other that is related to sex. You know, I found out that most of men, they make this mistake. They fight hard to find a woman. Once that they have the woman, they try to have sex with her, they fall in love, they start a relationship, they destroy their life, and they start all the process again. That is romantic, but it's sad at the same time. 
is if always in order to get sex, you need to deploy all your money, all your time and all your attention, especially your attention, that is the scary part, you're not going to become a better version. That's why I always suggest that you should create your sexual team. Your sexual team are people that you know that whenever you want to have sex, you can just text them and they will be there. There is a little situation with that, that we all have, uh, how can we say, it's in our genes. Women in our genes, in their genes, is that they always want to scale the situation. So let's say that you talk with a woman and you say, you know, I'm going to help you with this, but in exchange, you give me sex. For example, a lot of my friends that are trainers, they have this situation. <laughs> they say, I'm going to give you um, two training lessons or three training lessons for sex. And then the woman, no, now I want to have five. So always they want to negotiate. And that is not wrong. It's in their nature. But also in our nature should be the chance that we need to know how to negotiate. And I can tell you in the Uncle Balta sexual team, I have maybe eight or ten women already. But there are weeks where the eight or ten women fail. <laughs> For real. It's not that they fail, but they, they become annoying. Um, especially now. Well, we are in February, I think, now already. But in summertime, they want to go to the beach. And they were like, no, no, I just want to. Okay, we can have sex, but we have to go to the beach. And honestly, going to the beach with a woman is too much responsibility. So I told them, no, just come to the house. No, 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 I want to go to the beach. So that's why we always should try to bring new women. Always be recruiting women for your sexual team. I was lucky today. I found a new woman. She goes to one location that is close here. It's a smart fit that is nearby my house. But you get the point. If we don't know how to negotiate with women and if we don't bring new women to our life, we are going to lose power. So that is, you know, if you want to really have a good sexual life, that is the, the, the basic stuff. Have your sexual team. Now, interesting enough, we are going to talk about money and more or less the concept is the same. In the same way that a sexual team is going to keep your balls empty, a system is going to keep your pockets full. Interesting, right? I, I have to, fuck, I need to, to copy this shit for a Spanish uh, version, but interesting, you know? Like, sexual team equal empty balls, system equal full pocket. And I'm going to add you some stuff uh, apart from that. I was uh, listening a podcast about that today in the morning, and it was the Ed Milet podcast. And his guest mentioned this. He said, you make a living by solving problems, but you make a life by following your passion. Deep shit, right? So you pay your bills, pagas tus cuentas, solving, fixing other people's problems. But you enjoy your life when you follow your passion. So that's why I have this question always to my people. How can you monetize your passion? Because the moment that you monetize your passion, you are doing both things at the same time. And that's when the thing can be held in the long term. That is digital, automatized, recurrent, error. Yeah, bye, bye. 
studies. You should test automatize. Recurrent. Okay, here we go. I'm going to give you the, the letters, okay? And I will highly suggest you to take a, a pen and a paper and write this down because it's good shit. The system is called DARES. In Spanish, I will say DARES. D-A-R-E-S. DARES. D is for, no, it's from Dick. <laughs> D is for digital. A is for automatize. R is for recurrent. E, o sea, E, evergreen. And S is for scalable. Good shit. So, if you are going to start an endeavor, it's important that you consider these five letters. How can I do something that preferably is digital? Because it's easier, you know, it's cheaper. You don't need to rent a space. Second, it's auto easy to automatize that you can use technology. You don't need to hire too much people. The other one that is the recurrent, that you can bring money like every month. It's like a membership. Uh, evergreen is something that you just work once in your life and the shit works by itself and a scalable that you can have more customers without increasing your fixed cost. As this guy mentioned, these five things at the same time is almost impossible. But if we can understand that we can have a little bit of these five letters, or at least if we can accomplish four or three of these five letters, we are going to do good in life. And he mentioned something extra. Maybe I can do another podcast about that, but I don't want to deviate for today's podcast. But he mentioned this. It's like, uh, if we want to do good in business, we need to work our personal brand. And when we say personal brand, they say, oh, no, influencer. No, personal brand is the digitalization of reputation. Good shit, right? So next time that someone, for example, you're working your personal brand and someone is uh, laughing or mocking you, están burlando de ti, you say, no, I'm just digitalizing my reputation. And interesting enough, they did a survey, una encuesta in U.S., and people say, like, who is the most important person for you that you want to know that they have a strong personal brand? And turns out that the answer was doctors, employer, lawyers. What it means? You want to know that if you are going to trust someone, you want them to have a good reputation online. Not necessarily a lot of followers, but a good reputation online. And we trust the person who teach us. That, that was also an interesting thing. If you can offer free value and you can teach stuff to the people, people will trust you faster. They call, they call this the trust accelerator. So, well, that is the thing related to money that I want to share today with you. Uh, we already checked uh, discipline, finding a partner, uh, sex, creating a sexual thing, business, creating a system. Uh, mental health, this one is something that I need to include. I need to include because everybody's nuts these days. We have like a, what I call the schizophrenia society. <laughs> um, I have many ways to, to fix this, but I can tell you two that are simple things that you can apply since now. The first is help somebody else. For example, in my case, honestly, I cannot feel depressed because I need to help other people. Uh, and also because I need to be accountant to other people. As I mentioned, I will see my friend Carlitos. He needs to see a good version of me. Later, I'm going to be with my mother. She needs to see a good version of me. So 
by surrounding yourself with people that you love and by helping other people, you need to take care of your brain. So now there is a reason. My theory why many people are with anxiety these days is because they are lost in life. And how can you recover your path? How can you recover your north? Is by helping other people. And the other one that this is the best shit that you can do is one day in nature per week. If you can do two, better. And nature is not the park. At least go to the beach, to the forest. Try to go a little bit out of the city with no technology for at least at least two hours or three hours. And you are going to thank me that. I can tell you. I went to the beach this week on Wednesday. Wednesday, yes. Uh, I feel so fucking relaxed. Of course, maybe it's because today in the morning I have my my Yerkov assistant. But anyway, even if she didn't visit today, I would still be relaxed. So try to go nature and helping other people. That is going to reduce your anxiety. And most of the time, is anxiety happen first because people are lost. And second, because we are focusing our attention in our weaknesses or in the scarcity that we have in our life. We should focus in the other thing, in the abundance. If I think about my dog, if I think about my mother, my business, think about the things that you have and that is going to bring more abundance to your life. And when, one, one last tip to, to round this idea of the mental health. I would say that it's also important to have new social circles all the time. Many people always they surround themselves with the same guys, right? Could be from the gym, it could be from the from your work, your your company. We need to know how to open conversation. And one of the easiest way to open conversation is first learning how to say hello, simple as that. And second, learn to do compliments. But compliments that are cool, that doesn't look like harasser. That, that harassment or doesn't look like homosexual. So, for example, if I see a woman at the gym training hard, I will compliment her technique. I will compliment maybe uh, something that she's doing. Oh, you are doing pull-ups. Estás haciendo dominadas. Wow, respect, you know? So she, she feels happy because I compliment her effort. If I'm talking with a guy, I will compliment maybe, oh, hey, you are Jack. Estás maceta. Okay, I compliment his effort. Interesting enough. Most of the people tend to do the opposite. Oye, está flaco, te falta músculo. That, that's the joke of the men, right? Pero esos son de estúpidos. Because you don't want to, to shame other people. You don't want to make feel bad other people. You want to do the opposite. You want to make other people feel better. So now they want to spend time, more time. And that is the secret of life. When you make win the people that surround you, now everybody wants to be next to you. Because they know, if I'm close to this guy, I become a winner. So basically, those are the tools that I wanted to share with you related to uh, discipline, sex, money, and mental health that I believe are basic. And uh, One extra thing before wrapping the podcast is that many people are losing their jobs these days. There is a popular hashtag on TikTok that is, I lost my job, also on Instagram. Um, people that are losing their job, not only in, in, in Peru, in U.S., all around the world, they are recording their last day in the company. So what is going to happen, well, what is happening already is that big companies are becoming bigger. How? They are, consol- they are doing something that is called consolidation. They are buying smaller companies. But as you can imagine, when they buy a small company, why do you need to keep all the staff, all the employees from the company? You can rid of 50% of the employees 
and make your current employees work more to also cover those positions. Plus, you have technology. I was listening to this guy, for example, he said, if you have one product, for example, you have like a hair salon, un salon de belleza, and then you have a local brand of cosmetics, why do you need a sales team for the hair salon if you can use the same sales team of the cosmetics? So now you fire all the sales team for the hair salon. And that's how the thing is happening now. Big corporation buying a smaller business and firing 50% of the people. Not only that, big corporations using AI to, opt, to optimize processes. So now we, you need less managers. People always say, oh, managers are a problem. Yes, most of them are a problem too, but you get the point. Now less managers. Just one manager that can handle a lot of people. And that is going to happen. Jobs positions are going to decrease because companies need to be more competitive. Something that I heard also was that everybody complained about big corporations, but they buy to the big corporations. And not only that, they invest on big corporations, even though they don't know it. When they put their money in fondos de pensiones um, here in Peru, all that money go to the big corporations to buy stocks of the big corporations. But what I'm trying to wrap here is that we need to understand that those times where you go to the university to get a degree are gone. Now the solution is to learn things that can deliver actual value to society. If you deliver actual value to society, people will pay you. And when I say actual value, people say, ah, but what about influencers? Those are entertainers. <laughs> so it's still kind of value. I mean, it's a stupid value, but it's still value. Um, talking about that, uh, be careful because uh, I have a lot of my close circle of friends that everybody are studying how to become a coder, como hacer código, okay? Now, if you want to become a coder because it's something that is your passion, okay, keep doing that. But don't do that because you think you're going to do a lot of money because everybody's studying the same thing. And even if you want to study how to become a coder, try to learn some very niche, niche skills that you can profit from that later. I think I did an episode about this before, but it's like when a profession is hot, now everybody wants to study the same profession and the salary of those uh, employees tends to go down because the supply is too high. My suggestion here as Uncle Balta is study whatever you love, okay? But at the same time, learn to work your personal brand and learn marketing because nobody else is going to promote your personal brand as good as you will do it. And if somebody else do it for you, they are going to get a big, big cut of your profits. And you don't need to work, I mean, honestly, you don't need to work eight hours to pay your bills. You can work three hours per day, four hours. But if you get 100% or 80% of your profit, you can do it. But if somebody else is stealing that percentage for your salary, now it's harder to pay your bills. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, it's not I want to have a better life. It's how can I have a better life? And the last phrase. I'm excited today. Uh, it's interesting because my balls are empty, but I am still excited. The last phrase, uh, Ed Milet mentioned this one. In the past was, uh, what do I need to know? Later was, who do I need to know? Now is, who do I need to know me? ¿Quién necesito que me conozca? And we go back again to the personal brand stuff. Well, I hope you enjoyed this Saturday episode. Enjoy your weekend. Have fun. 
And remember, if you want to text me, you can send me a WhatsApp to my personal number, más 51 9890 23986.